Well, holy shitballs, here we are again, Herbie House, your safe space for bad bitchery and self-discovery. I'm Queen Herbie. This is Jedi Nick. Yes, we are the weird couple that's been together for like 20,000 years. And this is Gary. And then Gary came in like 10 years ago. Our topic for today, ladies and gents, this is such a rich one, and it was Jedi Nick's idea to talk about communication. I don't know, y'all, communication stresses me out, and I'll tell you why. Not everybody is good at it. Okay. And I would say that if I'm being really honest, there are times that I'm not good at it. Oh, yeah. I'm terrible at it most of the time. See? Okay. So this but is good. It's... This is the first step <laughs> to going to rehab for communication. Is this the rehab for communication problem. episode? It might be. It's like the only thing, though. I forget what. It was probably a Malcolm Gladwell book or something I was reading about. You know, just like it's, it's everything. It's the reason that we, for wars, whether we have them or we don't have them. Okay. It's the reason for like relationships, whether we have them or don't have them or whether they work or not. Communication is, it's uh, the only thing we have when we're actually dealing with like, okay, okay, Gary, come on up, dude. Gary, come up. If come you're, on up. If there you're watching go. on the Patreon, it's Herbie.house. Feel free to join us. It's $5 a month. We give you the full video. You get these really long and extended aura cleanses where I just give you tingles as often as I can and, and, and see, meditation. It's, it's communication. Good, it's communication. I'm like, yo, if you want to see Gary trying to sit in my lap right now. Dude, you were just up there. Go ahead. There, there you go. There we go. But I think this is such a rich topic, and I'm excited to hear y'all's feedback on this, too. Like, how do you feel your communication skills are? How has it helped you or hurt you in your journey so far? And maybe this is rehab for, maybe this episode is like rehab for communication. Like, last week was authenticity booster shot, and this is like a full-on rehab situation. Because when we put our attention on something that's challenging, we put light on it, which then removes all the shadows and the dark matter and allows us to really understand it better and have a better experience. This is the whole goal of this woo-woo-ass podcast, this witchy-ass community, is we're all up-leveling our shit. We're stepping our pussies up all the time. So communication, y'all. Um, do we start with the definition? This is what we do here. Yeah. Communication, the imparting or exchanging of information or news. Sending or receiving, verbal or nonverbal, written and visual. Why do we always choose topics that are hard to explain? Because <laughs> they're the most important. They are the most important. Two-way means of communicating information in the form of thoughts, opinions, and ideas between two or more individuals with the purpose of building an understanding. Damn. Well, along this, along this definition, I started to realize, I think you also communicate with yourself, right? Which, which wouldn't require two individuals. I think there's right. self-communication that definitely, <clears throat> I'd be talking to myself all the time. Oh yeah, all the time, all the time. Okay, and that's really, inter that's really interesting. So, so there yeah, was another site that was like, it's the creation and exchange of meaning. I was like, bro. That's what I mean, it's, it's, heavy, it's heavy shit. It's very, it's important. Wow, it's kind of like the whole point of being here is to bounce your impulses off of other. It's like if we said God exploded into a million bits and we are little bloops of God source, goddess energy, source energy. We're just trying to experience ourselves. So when you're communicating with somebody, you're actually just talking to yourself ultimately. If we're getting real metaphysical. Yeah, okay. That's a little, sure. That's yes. a little far, right? If you zoom like, out. 
zoom out and zoom out and zoom out. But for right now, <laughs> but for now, <laughs> we are still having. You know, everybody's having their own experience. Yeah. Right? I can't for right now go in and know exactly what you're thinking. And what always fucking blew my mind is that like, okay, so we, you know, if we we're around each other constantly. Yeah. We always have these different phone calls and these different meetings and all this stuff and. Afterwards, you know, hang up, and then you'll have totally different takeaways from it <laughs> yes. than I will. Sometimes we won't. Sometimes we'll be on the same okay, page, but there'll yeah. be a lot of times where, like, there was one phrase that somebody said, and that was the thing that just like burned into your brain. And yeah. there was one phrase that somebody else said, and that was the only thing that I took away from. It. Right. And they were usually different things. Yeah. So, and then I was like, well, how the fuck does anybody? How does anything ever happen? Because like. I, I am only basing everything that they say off of all of my past experiences through uh, my entire life, right? Yep. Based off of, you know, all the fuck shit that I've been through. And you're doing the same thing. So I may not know all, it could even be just like some comment that you read on Instagram 10 minutes before the phone call that, you know, made you direct towards this inflection of how somebody said this one There's thing. There's like a bias towards how you're going to actually interpret the communication being thrown at you. Yeah. So Which is wow. another interesting topic. So it's kind topic. of impossible. It's well, okay, okay. Well, <laughs> here we okay, go with the black this? white thinking. <laughs> it's not. It's not impossible. So this is why I think also when you talk about like uh, non-duality shit, like at the end of the spectrum on uh, consciousness or whatever, there is no truth. Right. There's just because it's just us experiencing different of extremes. our own versions of it. Yeah. And it's it's somewhere perhaps in between the things. Yeah. But uh, right, because yeah. otherwise it's like if, well, if like I'm only fear listening, fear and love are on the opposite spectrum of each other, but it's the same vibration. Sure, and right, and if if I'm only listening to uh, certain phrases in a particular way, and you're only listening to certain phrases in a particular way, like where it's not that we're wrong, and the person saying them may have not even meant to put that specific weight on the thing that they said anyway. Right, right, okay. So this is the complex issue of communication that, like I said, I feel like this is a rehab episode. It's like, if you have ever experienced difficulty in communicating with others, we are going to go through all the science and all the analysis that I could muster from the internet. And we're going to just get into a place of understanding that we didn't have before this podcast episode. So that next time that you encounter difficulty or challenge in communication, uh, you will have more of a framework and Let's say you might even start to enjoy communicating because now you've just analyzed it with Jedi Nick and Queen Herbie, and it's just much more simple. I think it, it could be seen as much more simple once we get to the bottom of this shit. So, wild. There is a sender and a receiver and interpretations of meaning on both ends. This is how this is where we've gotten so far. <laughs> Communication is like and turn it off. Yeah, and end episode. No. Um, I want to jump back to like the the different kinds of communication in the definition. It was like verbal, nonverbal, written, and visual. Because I think okay. those are like the main, if we're really gonna analyze this, because some people think it's just you and me talking to each other, which is verbal. Okay. But there's also written, which we know. Yeah. And this a hilarious Key and Peel skit where they're sending each other texts <laughs> about going to the bar later. Oh god, that's perfect. We no, should that's Okay, a perfect, I'll put a link to it. Example. I'll put a link to it in the description, y'all. This Key and Peel skit is the perfect summary of written communication gone wrong, right? Nonverbal communication. So, verbal is um verbal is the one that we think of first where it's like I'm vocalizing something to you, right? So you've got intrapersonal where you communicate to yourself or like you're talking to yourself, which I think is very healthy. 
if you're at your house and you want to yell and say things, very important to communicate with yourself. Interpersonal, which is one-on-one -on -one with somebody else, probably the most common. Small group, which is when there's two or more people involved, right? This is like team meetings and small presentations at work and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And like public. At Cheryl's house. Cheryl's house. Public communication is to a large group. So this is now public speaking. This is company-wide meetings. And this is like TV commercials. This is that shit that gets you all nervous, like you're going to throw up before you have to speak in front of large groups of people. This one is, it starts getting really intense, I feel like, at that point. And there's skills that you have to have. So that's the other thing I realize is that this is a skill. Communication oh, is... Oh, absolutely. Like, and we don't... Another thing we don't learn in our public school system. <laughs> well, and it's also, it goes, uh, immediately I think of like, it goes with salesmanship too. It's like if people are, if they're able, some of the most successful people, and again, whatever the fuck, I don't really, whatever success means to you, right? But some of the people who have been able to do things in the earth realm are incredible communicators. Yeah. They've been able to communicate their ideas incredibly well. Like, you know, yeah. Walt Disney. Uh, yes. Steve Jobs. Oh, or man. even on the dark side, like people like, you know, really fucked up like leaders Politicians and, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay, so let's jump into nonverbal. This one is hilarious to me because like a lot of people really don't, they really overlook this shit, right? Nonverbal communication. Are you listening? Making eye contact or lack thereof. Mm. Whoa, shaking hands, folding or unfolding arms, fidgeting, yeah. hugging, moving eyebrows, smiling or frowning. This is like Nick's favorite study. It was the 73855. Yeah, that's my favorite. Okay, 73855 rule. Now, this is a study done by someone important. Indicates that only 7% of communication is verbal. Only 7%, y'all, of all communication is verbal. The rest is nonverbal. How you say it, 38%. And body language, 55%. That's a shitload. It's not even what you say, y'all. The vast, vast majority. So say that, break that down for me one Yo, more time. Yo, 7% of all communication is what you say. 38% is how you say it. 55% is body language. Yo. So 7%. 7% is what you say. They are the actual words. Yes. Think about that. Yes. Yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> oh, we're super fucked. Okay. No, we're not because this is the rehab episode on communication. All right, now we're moving on. We did verbal, nonverbal. Now we're talking about written, all right? Written communication. So, That's words or texts. Okay. Words and text, right? So Which, emojis is 55%. And I think also in the topic of communication, we need to also hold space for our babies that don't like, that may have like disabilities, right? Like if you're innate, like hard of hearing or deaf or mm. uh, people that don't, that can't write like physically or whatever it is. Like there's so many other limitations to this that we have to consider. I'm starting to feel like the empathy, um, compassion bubbling up in my throat because that sounds like it's going to be the answer to all these issues and these challenges. Uh, but I want us to keep that in mind. Not everybody can use words and text, right? Um, but this also includes memos, emails, letters, reports, articles, blog posts, social media, and print advertising. So now it's like shit. Now we're all, now it's everywhere. Like what a, what a wild, I mean, how many times I'm, I, my, almost my entire Instagram feed is like written woo-woo quotes and topics. Like I'm reading all the time. Mm -hmm. 
and being communicated with that way. Yeah. You know what they didn't even mention on here is like um, psychic communication. Oh my goddess. Y'all, the internet had down. not, they had not a peep about psychic communication, energy. People well, who are sensitive and talented at communicating with energy and with spirit, that's not even on here. Yeah. Well, we don't really, do we have a way to measure it yet? No. So that's going to be. I mean, the, what's body language? I should see how that scientist like analyzed that. Yeah. Body language is a clear, I would think. I mean, you, you can see it. But just because you like obvious. cross your arms, does that mean that you. Yeah. You, you become like shut off or disinterested or like. It's like a, a boundary. It's like a physical of. boundary. It's like, hey, can you stop talking soon? I'm not interested. Kind of. Yeah. Interesting. Or it's like, hey, yeah, we're, you know, I'm moving on emotionally. <laughs> right. I'm <laughs> moving on. Okay. Okay. Um, the last category that I had on the internet research train was visual. Okay. So movies, TV shows, videos, plays, right? Like theatrical plays. Icons and emojis, mm-hmm. and they were saying on these articles, like, the internet is so vastly visual, mm-hmm. right? It has words, it has written communication, but the visual element. And I think about movies and TV shows, like, we were just talking before the podcast, like, you've been watching Fargo, which is a really well-done show. Season five. Really spooky, heavy, creepy, dense, interesting. Yeah. Well done. And I had to tune out like mid-season because I noticed my body becoming fearful. Like I'm, I'm really sensitive now to how I'm feeling about things because I've just learned. This is what happens when you observe yourself long enough. You observe yeah. yourself and you're like, oh, I'm enjoying this art, right? The show is beautifully done. But then I start to ask myself, do I want to expose myself to this kind of communication? Is this something that I it's want? it's fucking dark. <laughs> it's so it's dark. It's not that it's not great. <laughs> not okay? that it's not good. I have a lot of friends who are really into the horror categories yeah. and like scary movies. And I'm like, okay, okay. I know, it's the same thing. Good. What was the other one we, we started watching? Oh, Cocaine Bear. <laughs> wow. You know, and it's like, know, this is supposed to be funny. It. It's like, well, I don't want to see somebody's flesh dragged on concrete. <laughs> that doesn't put me in a place doesn't of like spark expans- joy, Marie. expansiveness. Condo. It doesn't put me in a place of creativity. It's not what I'm looking to create, but it's not that yeah. it's not great. Right. So or I think that that's important. Me into it, but right, right. Exactly. Yeah. So just pay attention. Again, this is your communication rehab episode. What things, what kinds of messages are you taking in? Because remember, as you take these communications in, you're developing meaning from it and sort of like a response in your own mind. That sponsoring thought is like going to say something to you. So just have fun with this. Try to pay attention as you go through your day and be like, oh, is this something that Actually, I could opt out of this communication, right? You can turn off the TV, which is as our great friend George 2.0 says, you know, turn off the TV. It's like you can put your phone away, right? Um, One of the articles I was reading was suggesting that we go through our Instagram following every six months. Go through who are you following? If you see a post come up when you're scrolling that makes you feel not expansive, Go ahead and unfollow them, right? Uh, I think it's important to filter our communication too because everything exists. If it's possible, it exists. And you can seek it out. You can, you, you know, some pe- we were saying too, like, why do people like scary shows so much? 
what's the reason? Maybe just being unconscious, they don't realize that it's it's stressing their nervous system out. But it's drama. I mean, it's it's so in uh, at, at its core of it, it's like excitement and stress are on like a fine line between each other. You know true. what I mean? That's so what it's they like, walk. Yeah. So like being excited is really it's fun. It's enjoyable. It's a payoff. But then it can easily. <laughs> quickly turn into stress. And anxiety. And anxiety or it's something negative, you know, and it's, it's that fine line. But the same thing I think with like, especially with movies, you know, or with any kind of media, you're, you know you're safe. Right. Right. You're so there's sitting a thrill. On your ca- so it's there's like a thrill. getting on a roller coaster. You know you're going to have biological reaction to like flying at this. And again, our, our, our human brains are just wired into like wanting to be a part of the storytelling medium somehow. For sure. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's either like whether they want to put themselves in that scenario and be like, what would I do if I lived in Minnesota? And yeah. I was a, you know, a murderous neighbor. I, yeah. I don't know. You know, but you either put yourself there or it just is something that is like able to, it's probably, you know, it's just escapism really at the end of the day. You just, you're just observing art. Yeah. I find that reading books that are scary is a little more manageable for me. Because yeah. the movies are just getting too good. Like, it's, well, too, it's too real. Like, I, don't, and the, I can't the unsee music that. too, like, the music is so... Because it, it's way more senses are activated. True. You're, you're incorporating all of them. Almost. You're not touching it, but... Right. Wild, y'all. So there it is. Those are the different uh, types of communication that you're experiencing. And I added the one about telepathy and psychic uh, attunement and energetic message rec- receiving. Because I think that's important to note. Um... It is a skill you can develop, and so I wanted to maybe walk through through our rehab program here. Um, what are some things you can do to get better at communication, right? So first is the receiving side. If you're watching a TV show that's stressing you out, like maybe consider um, not watching it or, you know, like just read this, this, the cheat codes on, on Wikipedia. Oh, what happens? Okay, great. Or I was thinking last night, like, why don't we just fast forward to the last episode? They're just dragging it out. It's like, you could have told this story. You can't just fast forward to the last episode. You could just told this story so much faster. Yeah, but then it wouldn't be a TV show. I, right. So, so with a roller coaster and you have the biological stress response, it's a short experience. These TV shows are longer than movies now. They're like, they are, yeah. what it's was, like what, 10 what, what, one hour episodes? 10 one hour episodes. Come on, y'all. You want to do 10 hours of stress? It's too much. Anyway. Let's get some skills together because these are cute and I find these very interesting. So the first suggestion on like almost every blog post was like active listening. So to become a master communicator, it's important to be able to sit in silence and not be distracted while focusing on the speaker. So who's communicating, who are you communicating with? And can you just put your phone like, oh, man, the most annoying thing is when you're talking to somebody and you're all excited and they, they pull up their phone and start looking. <sighs> Woo, oh, son, that That's is the worst. It That's... takes all the fucking wind out of your sails. <laughs> Do really y'all, does. has it ever happened to y'all? Like this is one of the biggest. And what I've done now is I have started dissociating. Like when somebody does that to me, I'll turn to whoever is actually listening in the group and just pretend like that person has been cut out of it. It's like a very <laughs> passive aggressive move. You're dead now. Yeah, you're dead to me. Um, so if you can just not be distracted and focus on who's speaking, this earns you some respect. This is like an unspoken exchange, right? That person is like, holy shit. We've even spoken to people like on the street before that would not stop talking. 
because, and we, we made it like a practice, like, okay, well, what if we sit here and we give them the space? And How long then, can they go? I think they would go forever sometimes <laughs> because they don't have communication skills developed either. So it's, it's fascinating then trying to mark, like to find the line of demarcation. Where do I bow out? How do I politely halt this over, it's almost like a vomit, vomitation of like. Yeah, because I think a lot of it too, there's so much, uh, everybody I think has varying degrees of social anxiety. True. So, and, and even me, like I, I love people and I love hanging out with people. I love parties. I love, you know, the whole thing. But I do notice like, you know, when people come around or you're around people or something, you know, there is a heightened, it's almost like you have to lift yourself up to, you know, otherwise you just be like, uh, and just yeah. like walk by. And, and that's fine too, but that's not what I choose to do. Right. So I always, uh, Gary, Gary's yelling. It's a bit of a task when, when somebody approaches you to communicate, you do have to sort of put all your things in place, which we're, we're getting the tools here today in this podcast. Right. It doesn't maybe, have to be scary. Maybe you don't have to do anything, but I, I just noticed like if, if I consider myself very outgoing and I'm noticing that there is like a little bit of a, uh, it's like a, you know, a, a gear switch. Yes. Gear switch. So a lot of people too, especially with the internet now there, if they, they haven't been talking to people and no one's been listening to them for a long time, the minute someone actually is like present with them or listening, they're just like, Holy shit. Yeah. And they just like, yeah. and they don't know how to, they don't even know, recognize that they're oversharing yes. because it just like uh, is so rare, you know, it's that's, interesting. That's a beautiful, compassionate perspective on oversharers, right? And how much, how much presence can you give them? And then how do you, like I said, draw that line in the sand and, and, and back out? Cause it, cause you're basically having to then assist them in understanding. I noticed for us when we do it, the person who's like vo- word vomiting all over us is like, oh, I'm sorry. I, you know, they, and they get sort of flustered and you yeah. have to, you have to have the energy to like handle that awkward moment as well. You had nothing to do with any of this. It's all human interaction is so awkward. It People, is. They, it's like, so they're like, oh, awkward. And it's like, they're all awkward. All of it. It's all awkward. Get over it, dude. Yeah. Stop trying to pretend like it's going to be this, like, they're all awkward. There is like a sort of a, like a. You have to build up stamina. You have to build up like a like a, an ability to meet these challenges of communicating. Yeah. You have to practice it. Yeah. So these are the skills, right? So active listening is a magical one because when you have somebody who's also a healthy communicator, you earn their respect. And after they're done speaking, they're, it recommends that you ask questions, uh, comments, or ideas relevant to the conversation afterwards. And that creates this beautiful exchange of ideas and you'll be shocked at how much progress you can make on whatever it is that you are talking about. So that's a beautiful, I mean, that's like, maybe we could even stop there. That's the first skill because imagine if those folks that uh, can't control their output were able to actively listen as well. Then this exchange, it's like volleyball. I played volleyball in grade school. And I was always like, damn, it's like, now it's your turn. Now it's my turn. And you, you do this exchange. And Spike you, it in your face. It gets more complex as you go because, yeah, there are different moves and different things. But it's always like this volleying back and forth. It's how it's supposed to go, mm-hmm. right? Um, okay, adapting your communication style to your audience. This one I had a hard time with because for so long I would – put on like this sort of proper energy and voice for people and try to be pleasant mm-hmm. when I'm really more like the way I'm talking now. It's like, I'm not, I'm not always like 
sunshine and roses and, and people pleasy was fake for me. So adapt your communication style to your audience, uh, I think, is when you need to communicate with somebody that you're not on the same page with. Or if there's like a language barrier or something like slow down, you know, things like that are important. Yeah. Um, but generally, you also need to have boundaries and defend like the way you communicate is who you are. If it's authentic to you, that's I think keep that going. The next one on the list was friendliness, which is very sweet. I think just smiling while you're talking mm. or smiling while they're talking, um, asking them how they're doing. These are pretty like straightforward things. You know, I, I notice people that have like emotional trauma and stuff, like sometimes they just like say what they can to get by and, and just you smiling and, and saying, hey, how's it been? How you been doing or whatever is always catches them off guard and puts them in a whole different headspace immediately. Mm -hmm. I also notice too, I always say the thing like I'll see someone in the street and they're like, how's it going? I'll be like, <laughs> I'll just say something. That I had no idea I was going to say. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like, I was like, oh, well, you know, fuck six ways a Sunday. And I was like, wow, I haven't said that in three years. Where did but, that come from? I don't know. Because you're just looking to have an interesting exchange. Well, maybe. But there's, I do like, I do like fucking with people sometimes. But there is, I, I so many times you'll, I feel like people, you'll just say things. You'll just kind of like vomit things out. You know, they're like, don't say don't say these things. And you're just like, Whoa! and you yeah. just like can't help yourself. It just yeah. like comes out. Yeah. You know, like we live in a building. And so you run into people and it's like, you know, you always have these really sometimes like awkward, funny little four second interactions. Yeah. And you always kind of say the thing that, you know, how's it going? And it's just like, uh, good, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. You know, yeah. what I, you know what I'm trying to say? A lot of people. You know what I'm trying to communicate? Absolutely. Here? And as you're saying it, I'm thinking about small talk, which people hate, right? People I are like, like small I talk. hate small talk, but it's like, sometimes it's a good boundary to not have to go deep with people if you're not there. Small talk is like flirting. Yeah, right? It can you be. be. You got to be able to like. But flirt. some people think it's like tuning out. You're like, how are you? Oh my God, how about this weather? That's it. Right. Right? People want to go deeper. So everybody has a different style. Let's keep this in mind. Everybody has a different style. Um, just just coming with like the understanding that this is a challenge is great. I think that's huge. Confidence, okay? Eye contact, good posture, think before you speak, right? So if you're going to talk to someone about something to communicate, maybe have a thought through like all the different things you want to say, organize your thoughts so that it's clear and concise and you you come with that eye contact and you have Good posture and, and just coming with good energy, I feel like, is important. Clear. So a thing that both of us did, and especially me, was I would want to fill space with my voice. Oh, big one. Big one. Big so one. I, you know, like I wouldn't stop and wait and slow down. It was very excitable. And so I would want people to feel comfortable. So I would want to always talk yeah. and make them feel comfortable. And... uh not to keep bringing him up, but there's there was a bunch of little interesting videos of uh, Steve Jobs when he was younger. I think it was like in the 90s of him talking. And even sometimes on stage, if someone would ask him a question, he would just sit there. Think for like 30 seconds sometimes. <laughs> it's also just like a fucking it's a boss move. What it does is it slows everything down. Yeah. And, and allows everybody kind of like it's like nothing Nothing got fucked here from taking a beat and slowing down. The key to everything that for me personally the last couple of years has been like, slow it down. 
Yeah. Slow everything down. Stop. Take a breath. Swallow. Breathe. <laughs> respond. Really good. Yeah. That's it's really good interesting, advice. It's an interesting thing because like uh, we used to always... Um, it's counterintuitive. Know, it is counterintuitive. Yeah. But when you do it, it feels great. Oh, you feel like a fucking Zen master. Yeah. <laughs> it helps your nervous system and your well-being slow, slow as it well. Down. See how long you can take to respond. Yeah. A big category next was offering and taking feedback. So the ability to accept and request critical feedback without feeling attacked is a big skill of communication, right? That yeah, is. Um, try to remember that it's, it should always be about the, the situation and not the person or you, right? So if you're exchanging critical advice or, or feedback with someone... Try not to make it about them. Try to keep the situation the focus, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and if, they, if you notice that they are trying to put something personal on you, try to remember that they're not that gifted at communicating and what they really mean is the situation. That's why you're speaking in the first place. Don't take it personally. Don't take it personally, right? Four agreements type shit. Four agreement. Volume and clarity. This one was really funny because there's this whole, I think about all the people that have this like phobia of public speaking and all the weddings. I used to sing at weddings <laughs> and oh God, I one love of these. the jobs at the wedding is to like hand the microphone over to the father or the bride, right? To speak. And they would start with the microphone right at their face. And they'd be like, hello, welcome everybody. And he's going to sing. Yeah. <laughs> and it would slowly, and before they knew it, it was like at their waist. Y'all, I'm telling you. And they were like, you, we can't fucking hear you. I'm telling you, it was over 85%. <laughs> that was my understanding. It was like 85% of these people that have to speak publicly at weddings. It's the first time they've ever done it. And it's and so. And you'd go over and just like nudge their arm up. Yeah, I'd come over and just put. I've seen it like a, 300 times. Yes. It's so adorable. I mean, I have so much compassion for these folks and I feel it's just beautiful. It's, it's lovely and endearing, but it is uh, figuring out which volume you should speak at is a really big deal. It's like you don't want to be too quiet and you don't want to be too loud because otherwise it sounds like you're yelling at someone, mm -hmm. right? So that's so, that one's a really funny, it's a simple one. You guys watch The Office too. There's a scene where um, I think they, Dwight gives a speech and he's really nervous about it. And so they so gives him all this like terrible advice. Okay. <laughs> and he does it. And he, they're like, just scream really loud and just like pound your fists and shit like that. And he, he does it. And everyone's like, wow. And they're like, get up and like standing apply, standing ovation. And it was really cute. That's so good. Yeah. What a great show. All right. Here's the big one, right? Empathy. It's so important. It's so important. It's, I just. This is the same. It's all the same fucking shit for everything we talk about. But it, it's Everybody's fucking like, true. I don't like this podcast. They always talk about the same shit over same and over. Same things. Because that's once you get to the bottom of all of these things, th these are the ones that are things. That these are, are things that are important. And repetition is key. Like you do. We do need to talk about this shit every week because it's like we're learning right along with you. Yeah. You know, we, we're like in awe of how far we've come just over the last couple of years. Yeah. Talking and, and learning and reading about these topics. So um, empathy is when you can understand and share the emotions of others. Right. So if somebody's expressing anger or like frustration, empathy can help you diffuse that emotion. Right. If you if you can just if you realize, oh, shit, this person like needs to talk at me for a little bit. Right. 
You can take a deep breath and you can sit, keep the eye contact, maybe do a gentle smile, like try to really uh, meet them where they're at. Um, Because damn, now we're getting into like disagreements and and people that you just don't like to or prefer to communicate with, but you have to, right? There's some people that you talk to that you're just like, we could talk for hours and there's never any misunderstandings. Mm. And then there's some people that you talk to I know. and it's like, and it's what like you're the having... fuck? <laughs> and they could, there's so many, not so many, but there's a few people I, I talk to frequently. And it's like, everything I say is misunderstood uh, yeah. and everything he says, I misunderstand. Yeah. And it's like two people are having two different conversations. Yo, that is so disheartening. <laughs> it's so crazy. It makes you feel so discouraged. It's kind of funny after but a while, but. If you think about what we said in the definition part of this episode, communication is people exchanging things and then having an analysis inside their own head. So it's like, if you watch that Key and Peele skit, it just makes so much sense. It's oh yeah, that's so good. 99% of the time, there's actually nothing bad meant by it. Or and, and they just why, had a bad day and you came in at the wrong time. Like, that's what it is. And like that's why like all wars, all these really important all, things, they give an example of um, different cultures communicating and how yes. like, tone in societal difference. Yes, yes. And, and those of us that don't task ourselves with trying to understand other cultures are going to miss the mark every time. You know, it's like if you can't show respect for people, like there was one example, like this uh, office had a new uh, co-worker that was like English wasn't their first language and da da da, and, and they're in there from a different country. And the people started to get frustrated with them and they were like, oh, he's just passing the buck. He, you're just passing the buck. But that phrase passing the buck doesn't <laughs> exist in his language. And it, he didn't understand that there was something wrong. And then it just kept getting worse. It's like, oh, y'all, no, you need to get better at communicating. I remember when I, I said, shit the bed. Oh, like my computer shit the bed or something. Yeah. And they were like, your computer did what? Yeah. It's like, oh, right. Oh, okay. oh wait. It, it broke. I'm from Maine. It broke. I'm from yeah. Maine. Yeah. Northeast. Yeah. Right. I know. It's Northeast things. Okay. So that leads to respect. That's the next one on the list. Knowing when to take part in a discussion uh, is huge, right? So you do that active listening thing is huge. Um In a team or group setting, allowing other people to speak without interruption is seen as important and a mark of respect to them. Yeah. Give yourself, like like Jedi said, slow down. Slow down. Take a beat. Take a beat. See what happens. Take a breath. Understanding body language, which we already talked about, and responsiveness. Uh, This is one that I didn't even think about. Responsiveness is huge in communication. Like, what if you send this thing and like, they don't reply. That's disturbing to everyone. And I'm guilty of this. Like there's times when I see a text and I'm in the middle of something and I forget to respond. Yeah. You never text me back. Really? (laughs) You don't even know. I feel like I'm pretty responsive, but you know, this is why we need empathy in these situations, babe, because if you've ever done it before, this is, it's not personal. Right. And if you can't, let's say uh, you can't respond. So sometimes if I get an email that I'm like, oh, fuck, like this is too heavy. Like I need to do some research and come back. Just respond with that. Hey, thank you so much. Can I get back to you top of the week with da da da? Right. Providing a timeline is huge. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's, I feel like text is the biggest culprit of this because it's supposed to be so. I mean, it's like, how long would it actually take you to respond? You probably should just respond. But I'm guilty of this. So I, I would love to hear from y'all if you if you struggle with this or 
or if you're the one on the other end of this, always getting um, crickets. And I, I remember too, we used to always, uh, some things that have gotten us into some, into some bad situations later is the willingness, like, so, you know, wanting to, I guess it's people pleasing a little bit, but wanting to make people feel comfortable. Yeah. Or wanting to convey better news than was actually conveyed. For sure. Like the telephone game. Like quickly yeah. something becomes spiraled out of control before like it's like so actually saying what you mean or saying what is, you know, not trying to inflate the situation. Right. Uh, and this is something I did for a long time. Because I either want it to sound better in my own brain when I say it to, out loud or I want that person who I'm receiving the information to to feel better about it. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's only going to fuck you up later. Yeah. <laughs> it's only going to come back to bite you in the ass. Yeah. Which it has a few times. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, when it comes to like business communication and things like that, we've also had some situations where it's like, um, you know, not asking a lot of questions and then getting to the point where then it's become too late. And then once we did ask a lot of questions, yeah. then you start to understand like the other person, what their real intentions are when right. they refuse to communicate. Right. So this like hazy wanting the situation to be better than what it is and not saying what you mean and not, you know, communicating thoroughly. Yeah. Really try to just say what you mean. And yeah. don't try to gloss it over with any other. Yeah. Just don't try to sell it or spin it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and there might be, you might be dealing with a very advanced uh, person with a personality disorder that that was working very hard over time to manipulate you. And that's, <laughs> that's interesting because then... We're not talking from experience at all. <laughs> right. This is not personal. Nope. Uh, but it's just, uh, let us know. Let us know in the comments. We'd love to hear any stories that you have about this and, and any other observations that you've gained from this episode so far. Because communication continues to be this is it. the this most is the only, important thing. It's the only thing we have. And, and even for me as a songwriter and as a musician, yeah. I'm communicating in my music. This is my livelihood. Like, I would like to think that I'm pretty gifted at communication, but there have still been moments, y'all, when I was completely thrown off my horse. I was shook. You have a horse? I have a horse. We need to communicate about that. We <laughs> need to communicate. <laughs> okay, so... Jumping over to, uh, um, I guess, this, this, this point that you were making about pausing and stopping and taking space, right? Because some people are a joy to communicate with. And uh, there's this level of trust and intimacy that you have with them. And it's like fun, right? It's flirting. We were, this is like, again, to the hearkening to the authenticity episode and the limiting beliefs. It's like, who do you spend time with that makes you feel safe? You know, spend more time with them. Develop your communication skills with them because that, this should bring you joy. It shouldn't be all torture. This is who I communicate with. And drama. There she is, Miss Luna Noonan. Where other people are challenging, right? But we can minimize the pain of that experience with the knowledge that we got from this, this podcast already. So stall or pause to collect your thoughts. It can help you avoid outbursts or speaking before you think, like saying something you would regret. I've never done that. Make one point at a time. This one is hard. Yeah. This is something that this I... This one is so hard, y'all. Clearly. from And doing the podcast, too, helps us practice these things. Because then we're like, oh, I guess I'm, we're just going to fucking talk for 45 minutes. Can I just air something out really quick? Air it. Okay. When you send an email that has, like, three different questions in it... Oh, no. How many times do you get a response... 
And they only answered one, if any. If any. They just read the first three lines and their <laughs> brains explode. And then they just... It's so frustrating. And we learned this the hard way, too. I am so Everybody, sad about this. Everybody's maxed out all the time. Period. Yeah. So there's the empathy coming back. But this one's really hard, but I'm, I'm working on it. Make one point at a time yeah. so that you or the other person doesn't get confused and overwhelmed. And we have learned this... Um, the hard way to speaking with lawyers recently. Oh shit. And Wait. and I've learned this also communicating with like manufacturers of merchandise like for the yeah. tour like yeah. you literally I have there okay this what is you, again what 85 What do you really what do you really want? Yep. What are you really trying to say? Yeah. Otherwise, don't fucking give me any of that other shit. It's going to just confuse me and never going to get responded to. I'm going to throw out that it's probably 85% or more of times that I've sent out multiple question emails or texts or anything, and I get nothing back. So this is a big one, y'all. Make one point at a time. So crazy. This is the slowing down, making one thing at a time. Um, don't interrupt or make unnecessary comments or noises while the other person's speaking. Now, Nick is guilty of this. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be saying something, I'll be really passionate, and he'll be like, well, I didn't know you had a horse. And it's like, <laughs> God damn it, you know? But we're used to each other's humor, and we don't take it personally now when we banter like this. It's, it gets our, our nipples tingly, but when you're talking to a stranger, babe, just don't, like, don't interrupt. That's tough. I used to interrupt the shit out of you. Oh, yeah. I loved interrupting you. Great. Until I learned how to stop. So you got some horses. Right. Hard. Okay. Try to stay objective and upbeat as you speak and listen. So this is this is kind of gen- generic. Try to stay objective and upbeat. Mm, keep the energy flowing. Keep it flowing. Stay positive, bitch. <laughs> keep the mood and tempo of the conversation elevated. Mm. Right? So lift and lift and breathe and lift because it does really easily turn for the worst when you let it if you're talking to somebody difficult. Also in today's world like doing um like listening to a lot of the uh, spiritual teachers talk on like YouTube and the Eckhart videos and Byron Katie's and all this stuff too. It, it does like sometimes just puts you to sleep. Yeah. Because you've been operating on this like crazy high level of like, you know, uh, information, brain fuck, blah, blah, blah. And the minute you, you know, someone is like, well, today we're going to, you just like, <laughs> just <Yeah>. like fucking <laughs> conk out. Out. Yeah. So fascinating. So everyone's mind is different. Everybody's upbringing is different. Everybody's cultural background is probably different. So it sounds like in our communication rehab episode that we need to be responsible by setting aside our expectations and prejudices and prioritize empathy, patience, and understanding. That's the key to great communication. Including with yourself. You have to become a superhero, bitch. Because but you don't even have to. It just It's really one foot, just a couple basic things. Just slow down. But I'm saying if 85% of this and 85% of that are challenges and da-da-da, we got to come at this shit like superheroes. Okay. Right? Yeah. Superheroes of love energy, of understanding. Steroids. Got it. Okay. And objectiveness and uh, practice. We got to be willing to like go to the gym with communication. Like we're, we're working out, sleeping and taking vitamins in this shit. Yeah. I think, yeah. We... Everyone does like, especially they don't want to be like, you know, canceled or memed or whatever, but fuck it. We, you got to be able to like 90 something percent of all human interactions that I have 
are pretty awkward. Yeah, period. <laughs> and that's, I think that's normal. And that's coming from Jedi Nick, who can befriend a paper bag. Yeah. Oh, you mean Ken? You have so you you are such an uh, extrovert and so good at um, making people feel seen and feel safe. The fact that you feel like 90% of your interactions can be awkward is really wild. I just don't really see them as awkward anymore. But I could see how people perceive it that way and they yeah. get terrified by it and they go into their shell or, you know, whatever. Or, you know, it's why drugs and alcohol are so popular because it helps, you know, break you out of that. Yep. So I'll hit you with four styles of communication because this was the last bit that I thought was interesting in my research. And just so we know all this, because after this episode, you're just going to be like, wow, the next person you talk to after you listen to this, this podcast. So you're going to be like, oh, every, no, everything Jedi talking making. so slow? <laughs> Jedi and Queen Irby said, oh, this is interesting. Um, the four styles of communication that I learned was passive right? So this is something you can kind of notice about people you're talking to. So mm-hmm. um, uh, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Whatever, right? There's passive, there's aggressive. It's your fault. Fix it. Whoa. I've met a couple of those. There's passive aggressive. Okay. We know this one. We know her well. They say they don't care, but then they have an aggressive undertone. They'll be like, that's fine. And then they do like the opposite thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Watch out for that one. The most healthy style is the fourth style and it's called assertive. So that's why I mean, that's what you were saying with social anxiety. Of course we have anxiety because you have to raise your energy to a yeah. certain level to be assertive, it, it takes, to be successful right. in communication. So assertive is when you say, I respect your opinion, but I disagree. And here's why. That's healthy communication. That's like the healthiest form that we know of. I respect that your opinion is incorrect. Hold on. Let me try that that's back. aggressive. I think. <laughs> I respect that your communication is incorrect with your opinion and your face. That's aggressive. Thank you. Yeah. Well, passive aggressive because you're smiling. Oh. So I'm not sure what you mean, right? <laughs> so here you go. A great example of the different styles. Um, communication is so important, not just in your personal life, but also in business, like with your team and with your customer. So if y'all, my my creative babies out here making shit for people or for clients, like this is this is kind of a big it's kind of, I feel like this might be a bad episode because like the leadership episode didn't get downloaded as much. I was like, oh, really? it's just intimidating. This shit is scary. So thank you for listening. Thank you for having the courage to explore the space. And have fun with it. Have fun with it. It can be really, um, I like communicating with people. Yeah. It takes practice and you, you got to get comfortable like adjusting often. And people are funny. A lot of times there's like a lot more like, you know, people are funny. People are, are down for a a better time than you think most of the time. I think what's really been helpful for me on social media and through this podcast is like record yourself communicating. Oh yeah, God. Everyone hates hearing their own voice. Hate it. They hate watching it. But it's like, this is, if you want to really get serious and become a bad bitch communicator, record yourself like presenting something or record yourself sharing an idea. And you don't even have to post it. Just watch it back. Yeah. That's really helpful, right? It is. Okay, so... In summary, communication is challenging, confusing, and scary, but you're a bad bitch, and we are here to bust through this and understand the approach, the energetic approach to communication that makes it not only fun, but productive for you and making your life elevated, right? So if you get good at this, um, active listening, you know, recap the conversation, repeat what you heard them say, confirming that you understand the next actionable steps, like... Finding ways to really serve, use it as a way to serve humanity in a positive way. Yep. 
right? These people either have existing traumas or different cultural standpoints that there's just times where communication is not fun at all, right? Spend more time with people that you love communicating with and exchanging ideas with. And for those that are difficult, practice some of these tips because I think that what you're going to find is it's not as scary as you thought. Mm -hmm. And there is a solution for everything. It doesn't have to feel impossible. Yeah. Eye contact and be focused. Actually just treat them like human beings and it's incredible what can happen. (laughs) It really is. And like we said, even if they're just like vomiting words all over you, there is a respect exchange that's happening. Yeah. You know, and, and we can talk about boundaries more in another episode, but it's like, you're, you are navigating something that has been ignored over centuries. Like, like millions of people have been murdered and killed over miscommunications. So this is not a small task. Um, I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope that you will rate and review our podcast. We haven't said that for centuries. Yeah. Thank you for supporting us. And we are so excited to be back with you in a couple of weeks with another spicy topic. Love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs>